I don't know. I, with this show, I never know when things start. Right? Uh, if, if this is live, this is Chrome Bills 172. Uh, we're happy to announce this will be the first episode that debuts on Spotify, although now you can find our last 100 episodes on Spotify. And if you want to really, really dig in the crates for some of those old interviews like Odyssey or Edan, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, SoundCloud has all 172 episodes and there might even be like a 6a or something in there where the number might be at like 175 but it's cake chromosome steve bills moses rockwell in the house officially third miking this (laughs) first episode in a while with uh with no additional interview guest no agenda. Uh, well, kind of an agenda. And the agenda, I think, was that on October 16th, 2020, holy buckets, to use a Moses term, holy buckets did a lot of albums drop. Oh, yeah. What a great week for rap. What a great day for rap. Right? Do you think people... Do you think anyone looked around once they had settled on the release date and were like, ooh, why is this happening at the same time? Because it's it's all people that are are definitely uniquely in their own lane, but have a Venn diagram of the same fan bases. Totally, yeah. I mean, I I have a hard time thinking any of that was intentional, but um, I mean, as a listener, I I have no complaints. <laughs> so, where did you guys start? What's the thing that you said? I'm gonna I have to listen to this first. I shoved everything out of the way to your mic. Really? Okay. Yeah, which is probably of all of everything that came up that day, my the thing I connected to the most. And that's Open Mike Eagle. The album is called Anime Great Trauma and Divorce, right? Yeah, super personal. Yeah, very personal record. Chuck, that was that was number two for me. Was the Open Mike Eagle? Okay, I went to the Black Thought. Mm. Uh, what is it? what are those albums called? Stream of Consciousness? No. Streams Streams of Thought. Yeah. Streams of Thought, Volume Three. Yep. Uh, and I think on Saturday I might have played tracks ten, eleven, twelve in a constant loop. It was late, and I'd had a lot to drink uh, from probably like two a.m. to three a.m. All right. So what's ten, eleven, twelve? You you gonna make me count one? That is, it's thought. It starts with thought versus uh, everybody. Thought versus everybody is a phenomenal song. Then there's like an intro song to the song "Fuel" and then "Fuel." Wow. Right? Okay. Interesting. Those aren't those those weren't those songs that I gravitated towards. Well, let me just round this out. That I was I was Black Thought number one was the thing I wanted to hear the most, and then I went to Benny the Butcher with number two. Oh, I don't even have that on the list. I totally forgot about that. And then I went to. To Mike Eagle, and I would say that I've listened to probably the Black Thought and the and the uh, Open Mike Eagle the most. They've been the ones so, I'm kind of ping ponging back and forth on those two. There's a fourth person that we've left off this list. <sighs> there's yeah, at least, and it's the Boy Sand, the Homeboy Sandman album. Unbelievable. Uh, we haven't even. I was I was excited that we could probably you know check out a few tracks tonight. Which is called Don't Feed the Monster. Mm-hmm. And I only listened to it today, I'm going to be honest. And there were three songs that, while listening, I don't think I even got through the whole thing because there were three songs that I listened to 
at least twice, if not three times. Like right away, I was like, I got to run this back. I mean, the writing is insane. The intro track, just it's called Trauma. Just putting it out there, kind of a life story. Maybe not the first record we should play from it, but okay. fantastic. Um, I would actually think from a humor perspective, Waiting on My Girl is this amazing track where the premise is that his girl takes forever to get ready, so he writes raps during it, and it's like... It's really awesome and fun and dope. Like it just, it it made me smile. And like a couple of people that I sent it to wrote back and were like, "Yep, that's it. That's that, it right that's there. The, that's the one." <laughs> uh, Extinction is also really fucking dope. Uh, oh, that yeah. those were the three for me: trauma, extinction, and waiting on my girl. It's all really nice. Stress is nice. Yeah, yeah I think I only got to waiting on my girl, and I'm <laughs> like halfway through, but dope. I think the first episode of Chrome Bills I ever listened to, um, there was a, a, a conversation about sand happening, and I'm, it may have been C's, but someone referred to him as Handboy Soundman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm surprised it hasn't like stuck around. Uh. <laughs> I was like Handboy. this close to changing, changing his name in my phone to Handboy Soundman. <laughs> well there's a there's a connection there right that's i think like that's how at least i i found out about you moses was from homeboy sandman oh is that true yeah yep same for me yeah and i think that was we almost immediately had you on uh if i remember the timeline of this was that we heard about you from a homeboy sandman tweet where or instagram or some sort of social media post where he put something up from the Dweeb series of yours, it and he garbage. said it was gar- was a garbage plate or no, no, not oh, garbage it plate. It was um, sewer chef. Sewer chef. Yeah. And he said it, songs like this make me happy and sad at the t- at the same time that like someone this dope could have that many people not hearing them or something. Like it wasn't a shot that like not a lot of people know of you, but just like that. Holy fuck! How doesn't everyone know this? Like it was said in a very complimentary way. Yep. Uh, and he rarely promotes anyone else's music or even his own. Like he's kind of silent online in, in my experience. So I was like, Oh shit, we got to check this out. So then we talked about it. And then I think Des text Steve and said, Oh, you know, Moses's fam. Like if you guys want to have him on, I can set it up. Oh, that's amazing. Yep. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Shout out to Sandy. That dude's always looked out in that way. He's a, he's a really, uh, sweet dude. Um, and you guys have done tracks together predating that tweet and i forget what's what's the the farthest you guys go back in terms of recording together um i think we it may have been like 2010 we made a song and shot a video for it uh it's a less a long time ago man (laughs) uh but yeah the new record one thing i noticed about his writing uh he's really good at like having topical songs like the whole song will be about one thing top to bottom which is like i know you know chuck as an mc that that's like very difficult to do oh yeah (laughs) absolutely he does it in like a really fun and entertaining and insightful way like i I noticed even for uh like if i take like your like one of my favorite songs that you've done is melancholy metro which definitely follows that that form of like one song about one topic and usually it takes someone being like really moved by something that happened in their life and needing it to get on paper. 
Whereas I feel like he can just write just like, just like, Oh, I'm waiting for my girl to put her makeup on. Or like, here's a concept of like, he, he, it doesn't necessarily have to be an earth shattering thing for him. He can just be like, I, I'm bored if I don't write a song that's uh, this complicated. Whereas I'm the same way as you. Where I'm like, oh, that seems hard. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to talk about everything, which is the same thing as talking about nothing. <laughs> is it just uh, hard because you can't think of other wor- words that rhyme with each other? Like on the same no, topic or like what? No, it's just like, all right, how do I feel about cucumbers? Can I really talk about cucumbers for 100 bars? <sighs> yeah, no, I don't think so. How many directions can you take? It? I feel like there's about... There's like five normal ones and then you can go sexual for a couple bars and then you probably talk like throw a cat reference in there and then you're done. Yeah. Oh, those videos. Well, you could go to pickles too. There's there's two bars on pickles. Okay, you'd have to have at least two bars on pickles. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I think that as as if I put my own experience in it is that a topic song when poorly executed can go really sideways whereas a song where you're just kind of doing i would almost think of it you're like approaching it as a freestyle letting letting the the flow and the cadence drive the content while still trying to make sense uh is it's a lot safer place to be because you're like hey this just sounds dope like i heard this beat i rhymed this about it you know i made a couple points i I played off a couple things going on my life like that's the verse Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to like end with a you know it doesn't have a it doesn't have to have a beginning middle and end right it's easy to be corny if you it's, if you're sticking to one thing. yeah yeah my name is chuck and i'm here to say i want to Keep talk going. about i want to talk about cucumbers in a major way <laughs> <laughs> uh. what, about sto- what about story what about story what about storytelling raps Who's the, by the way? Who's the first person that ever said, "My name is blank and I'm here to say"? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is the most like like anyone that goes to rap like that is just the even if someone's imitating it, that's like the first thing they go I to. I think right? like Nancy that Reagan, is, maybe you know. Yeah, probably. I was gonna say something <laughs> like that. Like, my name doing, doing a lot of work to relate to the youth right i'm the first lady and i'm here to say <laughs> say no to drugs in a major way boy howdy politics was so wholesome back then yeah yep. yeah now that's actually a good point where it's like now if if trump's wife had a rap it would sound like a immortal technique song <laughs> No shots. <laughs> it wouldn't be quite as nice as uh, right. don't do drugs. I'm sure she's got some stories. <laughs> Yo, My name is... She, <laughs> yeah, where's she, she from? If she, who knows? But if she made a rap, it would probably be very... It would be uh, Little Kim. It would be like... It'd be like Doo Dubai. It would be like Doo Dubai. <laughs> You're right. Think, think about it. Yeah, that she's sounds, probably got. She's probably yeah. She's probably been through the ringer, you know, to a certain extent. My name, my name is right? Malia, and I'm here to state there's an <laughs> underground sex ring and bringing kids to a pizza place on Connecticut <laughs> Avenue, and we call it PizzaGate. <laughs> hey yo, uh, I've not. I haven't listened to the Benny. I'm sorry. I have not either. I'm getting crazy feedback on this. 
Anyways. And unfortunately, the Bendy might be the only one you don't want to play on here uh, out of those just because of the machine that is behind it. So Yeah. Yeah, that's like inter- that's like in, that's Xbox. probably like Interscope Records or something, right? At this point, are you, are you referring yeah, because they're on Conway the Machine. Because Conway the Machine. Conway the actually... machine. <laughs> no, because the only episodes we've ever had to take down were one was for Eminem, we played an a Eminem fifty cent song. song, and the other one was for an Eminem song. Yeah, Interscope is is bringing in the algorithms. Although we haven't been on Spotify before, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, Mike stands always just kind of gradually sag over time. They're like breasts. (laughs) (laughs) Ask Mitch. They start perky and perfect. Perfect little nipples. All right. I want to hear. I want to hear my girl uh, waiting on my girl. How about that? For just let's do a snippet. Let's do maybe one. one It has. Let's do one verse. It has like a kind of a long intro. Like maybe, maybe like you could skip thirty seconds ahead. Oh, I like yeah, the beat already. Oh. Can we please leave in 10 minutes? Can we please leave in 20 minutes? I've been it's a darker beat than minutes. I was expecting. Most of the time that's in the world, it's time that I will wind up spending waiting on my girl. Ten minutes after waking, I'll be ready for the gym. Yo, this beat is crazy. after waking, and I'll be like, what the fuck? She got like 90 different tasks. Oh, bring the drums in. All of them are very slow and none are very fast. Supposedly every single one is crucial. It's a mess that I don't ever get used to. Woo. Sometimes I'll ask her if she's almost ready. Each and every single time she says yeah. I don't think she's lying on purpose. <laughs> I don't really think she has no idea. How long minutes and I was really off. Oh my I God. know it sounds outrageous and I know it sounds bizarre. But no matter how many times I try to set her straight, the only thing that I could ever do is sit and wait. I'll be waiting on my girl. Waiting on my girl. Waiting on my girl. Yes, waiting on my girl. Oh, I'm waiting on my girl. Please waiting on my girl. Waiting on my girl. Whoa. Word up. Jesus. It's pretty fantastic. As you were playing it, I actually realized that it may get licensed in the right movie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Just, just, just for the chorus, right? And because of how just bonkers that fucking beat is. Yeah, Seth Rogen or something is going to have that in his next flick. Um, last time I hung out with Sam, we were talking about like sample clearances and cease and desist and all that jazz. Yeah. yeah. And he said that, um, I don't know if you know this song he has, it's called for the kids or this is for you or something like that it hmm. goes like this is for you and the, and the sample has uh little kids laughing in it okay and, and i guess it's from like a russian commercial for something hmm. and they and they and they came looking for them what something That's... like super obscure like that they were like no no so he had That's just, insane. he just had to pull that off I'm not. I'm not sure what the repercussions were, but um, Had... like I was assuming you were gonna say a story like uh, the song I think is called like "What You Want from Me." Yeah, where oh, yeah. it's like a real, you know, kind of hypnotic uh, piano loop where maybe like if that's the beginning of a song and someone hears it, they're like, "Yo, yo, that's me." Uh, yeah. N- yeah, definitely not like a kid <laughs> singing in the background. Right. I just hope that in I hope that in twenty years, someone samples. Angel going like shibby da be da da da. 
Like that's gonna be in like whatever the fuck music sounds like in in twenty forty nine. And you know what? He'll let it slide because he's a good dude. That song had a dope video too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I feel like he was. They were in DC. Was it DC? What? I remember he was working in a food truck at one point. Yeah, because Odyssey, because oh, really? that's a, that's the Odyssey joint, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, so. Oh, did Odyssey produce that? I didn't even know that. Yeah, what you want from me is an Odyssey beat. Oh, and interestingly enough, the uh, the Don't Feed the Monster release is out on Mellow Music, which I want to say his last couple releases were on Stone's Throw, right? Or maybe there's one before this that was also... Dusty. Oh, because Dusty came out a year Dusty ago. Dusty was... Oh. Uh, That's Throw. on Mellow Music as well. No, is it's it? on Mellow Music. No, Dusty was Mellow Music? Okay. But... Jeez, uh, he's got a lot of records. Hallways in 2014 was on Stone's Throw, as was the Humble Pie record that he did with Edon. Jesus. I'm on his Always. Discogs right now. There's a lot of records here. Always fucking shreds, dude. Can you play just quickly your favorite Homeboy Sandman song that is the, the one that's like the flora and the fauna? Uh, what is that, what oh, is that planet, song? Oh, Planet Earth? Yeah, Planet Earth. That's my give shit. Me a, give me a little snippet of that bad boy. Damn it. Here we go. That also had a really interesting video. See, oh any, shit! I don't think I've ever even seen that. I don't think I've seen that one either. Yeah, he's like he's like pacing back and forth in this apartment. Yeah, I remember. Just really weird oh, Strange Planet, right? Strange Planet. Yeah, yeah. Man, I listened to this record. Oh, I, had to I get wore in. this shit out, dude. Stranded on a strange planet, see a spade is here, Hispanic. Most more waiting to see a saint or a satanic. Homo sapiens, the whole savers, a holy Sabbath. Sex tape can bring it from home status to holy status. Five different tribes, some of their eyes slanted. Minds out of their minds, some was a mild man. Four seasons, though some regions are more static. More reasons I'm raw, vegan, and organic. The air's filthy, the land's filthy, the water's putrid. Mohammed, they souls, Buddha, and Confucius. Move units, they all humans, they all the bloopers from the same slang. Funus was called Cubits. Oof. The, the one thing about rap songs that have that spell out full words, <laughs> they take me real long time to to a get what's being spelled unless it's like it happens to be the name of the song. Yeah. But if it isn't the name of the song, it's just like it gets abstracted in my head yeah. and I won't learn it till years down the line. Like, you know, the um, what's the Aesop song? They're spelling out no prisoners. Hmm. And I think maybe that happens in. None shall pass. Somewhere on that record. It's like N-O-P-R-I-S or take no prisoners. T-A-K-E-N-O-P-R-I-N-O-S-E-R-S something like that. that yes, I, yes. I, lis- I listened to that shit for 20 years and and, and had no <laughs> clue what, the, what like it took me so long. <laughs> Which it was in one of the big, it was either in, was it in the song None Shall Pass or it was in uh, Coffee? It was in one of the songs oh, I know coffee. I bumped the shit out of. It was Coffee, it was Coffee. Is in coffee, right? Coffee yeah. is insane. Oh, um, Aesop put out a song on Friday as well. Did he really? Actually, we should add that to the list. There's, there was a new Aesop song. There was also Static Selector dropped a single with Nas and Joey Badass on it that was pretty good. Really? That is that, just that like went yeah, right over my head. Yep, that went right? over my head too. <sighs> the the Aesop song is called Pizza Pizza Alley. Okay. We all grew up with the pizza, pizza alley. Yeah, you hang out in the pizza alley, of course. No, she sat behind you in in uh, Earth Science. 
Pepsi, Kita Pizza Alley, we've been trafficking over Okay. What what am I missing here? <laughs> what I said? Oh, just a girl named Allie who ate pizza all day in, in class. Pizza Allie. Yeah, it wasn't a good joke. I think you should just let the song play. Is that an ALF reference? No? Melmac? He said... What? I think he went on an actual ayahuasca retreat in Peru. Yeah, but he said riding something back to Melmac. That was an ALF reference. Oh, the, the TV show. Yeah, ALF. Like, like that's the planet that ALF lived on. Melmac. Oh, <laughs> wow. He must maybe be referring to like... Being really oh, high and funny. then, yeah, being really high and then riding a, a plane back to Melmac. He has an, he has another rap that reminds me of that, and it also involves puppet characters. Okay. In a, in a song he did with um, Billy Woods on Dower Candy, mm -hmm. he says something like, I might break off from the pack like Uncle Travel and Matt and mail a couple suspicious packages back. It's like the same, <laughs> it's like the same rap. It's wow. like the same run. Wow. Yeah. You know Traveling Matt? No, yeah. Who's Traveling Matt? Fraggle Rock. Oh, that's a Fraggle Rock reference. Yeah. He had a mustache. He kind of dressed like Steve Irwin. Mm. And he would be like walking out in in the street and he would like run into a fire hydrant and be like, oh, the dominant species on this planet doesn't talk much. You know? <laughs> like just dad <laughs> jokes galore. Yeah, no, uncle, <laughs> uncle, uncle jokes. Uncle, uncle traveling Matt. Shout out to DJ Addict, who's uh, featured on Dower Candy. Very tight. That's a good oh, that's right. Yeah, crazy. Apparently, that record is like, it's like hundreds of dollars on Discogs at this point. It's a rarity. Yeah, they probably well, it was like a small print. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking uh, about the new Black Thought, yeah. not the new Black Thought record, but just like the new version of Tariq that we all get to observe now. Yeah. And how how different it is than like the guy I grew up, and I'm sure you guys grew up with idolizing, but in a very particular way. Because mm -hmm. he was always kind of an elusive dude. Like he wouldn't do interviews a lot. His like personal business was no one knew, no one really knew anything about him yeah. except for what he would talk about on records. And now like you know. He's on a million podcast interviews. He's on television every night. He's like silly. Like that's not the Tariq I grew up with seeing. And it's like just really cool to like watch like your heroes evolve, I guess. I don't yeah, know. yeah, there's been a constant evolve uh evolution, right? For I would say. Even with I mean, he's always been ridiculously nice with the Rons, but now I feel like dude is just like transcending even expect you know he's exceeding expectations every time yeah like, like like is there anyone that has that sort of trajectory where i mean i guess you could probably go back as far as like 1992 or 93 whenever uh the 
you know, the initial recordings of Do You Want More? Right, because Illidoff Half-Life came out in 96, 97. Yeah. I'm just going to go back and assume it was maybe like two years later. And then they were probably recording it a year before. So we'll put it like the middle of the early 90s. I mean, that's like 27 years ago. Mm -hmm. And this person is arguably more interesting now when he drops something because he appears to be the greatest at writing. Just in turn, and it kind of goes back to the discussion we were having earlier about like, yeah, he may not like Homeboy Sandman a track as much as that he's just going to drop bars on you and it's going to be a lot of like rhyme patterns and syllables that people haven't put together and like flawless cadence wise and just like the the shit is super duper professional, you know, is like the best way to describe it that even, you know, it's like if someone who I love as an MC, like I'll just take like Nas or someone drops a record. Like I almost feel like there's part of me that like has to root for him and yeah. be like, come yeah. on, let's like find a way that this is good. Uh, whereas like, and, and no disrespect, right. Whereas like sure. Tariq comes out and I'm still just like, Holy shit. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it'll just be in the, <laughs> what's that? He's not going to make a liar out of you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it, think about like a song like nature of the beast, you know, where it's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a, I'd say a pop song in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's really well structured. It's got a catchy chorus, you know, he's not, he's rhyming complicated, but he's singing it. Like, I don't, I don't know that I was, I didn't, I thought I was just gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate this song. And uh, it really grabbed me. I was surprised that I wasn't annoyed at it. Yeah. I thought I was like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. No, it's a good point. I mean, there's one line in, in Fuel, which is another one that you can kind of tell is a little bit more accessible. I think it's a lot of the stuff that has Portugal the Man on it is it feels a little cross genre. So anytime you do that, it feels like maybe you're opening up to more exposure. And it's just like the line he says, until we grew our separate ways like fraternal twins. And I was just like, I don't know the way it's delivered. Yeah. It's so perfect. Do you guys have a favorite to regret of all time? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, so of recent... freestyle. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, uh, well, the the ten minute, of course. <laughs> no, that doesn't count. That does. How can that not count? That's got to count. <clears throat> All right, it counts. The the remix for Prime. Oh yeah. <clears throat> where where he's on right and he's like, uh, piece to cats who rock Mac knowledge knowledgeist. Like it's that verse. Uh, I forget the name of the song, but it's on the. It's on the prime. It starts with uh, Premiere being like, yo, shout out to Common. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just ate a glass sandwich. <laughs> oh, it's wishing, wishing part two. <laughs> yeah. Bird's yeah, eye view is not too shabby either, right? Bird's oh, eye view. Bird's eye view is not that? too shabby. That's the, um, and you say New York City. And you say New York City. Cheapest t shirts cost me something. A buck fifty, two fifty, maybe four fifty. Oh, a four fifty. That's how they much. do make a lot of money. No, no, that's a different. That's the another Static Selector song. That's right? not Bird's Eye View. No, because oh, the Bird's Eye View verse starts. It goes, "It's the elephant in the room." Oh yeah, waiting on a collision of the sun and the moon. moon. Right? Yeah, <laughs> my sonogram. <laughs> we said that at the same time, but I feel like on the recording. It will not be synced up. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. yeah, I'm gonna try my best to not sync it up. <laughs> you can't do post production. I can't do that. Thing. No, I can't do that. 
I think the thing he did that fucked my head up the most as a youth was the was Web. Hmm. Wait, which one's Web? I oh, Web is, um, hold on. And it weighs a ton. Freak cheese, motherfucker, son of a gun. Oh yeah. Uh, yo, this shit destroyed my tiny ch child mind forever. And it weighs a ton. Reek G's, motherfuckers, I'm a son of a gun. Black master of any trade under the sun. Talk sharp like a razor blade under the tongue. Clear my path and come get your captain hung. Trying to breathe like black or collapse your lung. Young. Mm. I'm just going to just inter interject here that. Did you ever listen to Cool G rap? Totally. Okay. There's actually. The funny you mention that. Because this record has. You have a tattoo? A Cool G rap tattoo? Yeah. Cool G rap has a tattoo of me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tattoo of the mural in Rochester of Moses Rockwell. How about a Moses G rap record where you just rhyme over <laughs> Cool hey, G rap beats? Look, I don't want to throw any shade out there, but Cool G rap has done like a bunch of records with like Necro, right? Uh, he has, he has done that. There's some bangers on that Necro record. Uh, don't, don't, let's not go here right now, Moses. Too early. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he'll do a record with that dude, at least do a song with us. I think it. I think if the money is right, we, we could probably make that happen. Well, you know. Any anyhow, there's a song on that same record <laughs> called "Boom." Yeah, "Boom" he, is dope. He, he he does well. He does like a impression, like a impression of Cool G Rap. Oh yeah, that's the one where he does like a, he rhymes like Kane for one of them too, mm -hmm. right? Yep, he does one as himself, and then she rap it I mean, this was like, this was the fast rap uh, resurgence right here, right? I don't remember this song. He's he's I also one of those guys like <laughs> because the because the catalog is so strong yeah. that when he can sometimes throw back to just using a song title as a word rhyme and it'll sound the dopest thing like in I think it's on the Static Selector one the second one that starts with then you say New York City mm -hmm. where he's like I thought I told you motherfuckers on respond react I'm the ma nastiest to do it that's a matter of fact it's like not even the illest lyric but this when I hear it I'm like yeah dude it's been killing it since Philadelphia. he did tell us <laughs> i went back and listened to respond react and i'm like i'm not really sure you told us but like i get where you were going with this <laughs> he, he kills respond react for for like an earlier thing he was kind of barring out like he does now on mm. that song yeah he just never specifically says I'm the nastiest to he do didn't, it. I thought I was going to go back and find something where like a lyric ended with it. Just remember, I'm the nastiest to do it. Oh, yeah. I think the other part of it, like Moses, as someone who, you know, I did a little time with the band when I was in Avid Gamblers and obviously all the stuff you do with Claude is like as a live MC. Is there anyone when you first started playing with the band that you couldn't help but emulate more than Black Thought, you know? Yeah, totally. I think he's like the the first rapper to ever make it make sense. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't corny. Mm. And uh, it kind of made you want to have live drums. Because it's a very particular like way to to give up raps over, over live drums, you know. Like some, I feel like some beat guys are pretty good at emulating that with programming. But there's nothing quite like the real thing. Yeah, it's hard to program in fills every uh, 
every four bars like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've tried to do it just like like a repeat. Just snare. do it. Yeah, do that, yeah. Yeah. And it pitch you know, pitch it down a little, make them quieter as they go. Mm-hmm. I'm not really nice with it like that. It's a lot of work, right? I mean <laughs> it's a lot of clicking. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like nineteen ninety seven, I'm gonna say, at the Capital Ballroom that by then might have been called Nation. Mm. And uh Tribe was touring off the Beats Rhymes and Life album. The Roots were opening. Uh, they were touring off Illidolf Half Life, and then the Bush Babies were the other opener. And I was a I was a young kid, you know, experimenting with some substances as well. And I just remember going in. I saw like the last two songs of the Bush Babies, and then the Roots did like an hour long set. And I, for just a minute in time, forgot that we were still gonna see Tribe. Like I like looked at one of my friends, and I was like. Yo, that's like the best concert ever, man. This was awesome. I'm so glad we did this. And he's like, where are you going? <laughs> like, Tribe's still coming on. I was like, oh, I just, sorry, the roots just completely, I had a blank canvas in my brain after watching that set. I can't believe they followed the roots. That's a tough yeah. follow, right? Yeah, they were, uh, yeah, it's true. They I were a much the bigger, roots. they were a much bigger act at that point, though. Oh, Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just there's so much energy and a lot happening. It's like the biggest show. It's like the best live show I've ever seen. Yeah. And I saw them follow Cool and the Gang. Whoa. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Cool and the Gang was like, look, Tariq. That's surprising. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not, I've never thought of it this way until now. But but yeah, I mean, Cool and the Gang has been around forever. And and uh, they were like, no. They we're the warm-up act for the Roots. Right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, they were older, though. They might not have been the same. It might not have been the same dynamic had it been like 1980, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 yeah they were, I get that. It was, it was a reunion tour or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not all the original members. Right. Exactly. Like, whose teenage nephew is up there playing the six-string bass? That's how they do it. And it's like, who's the original <laughs> member here? There's nobody there, right? Right. Yeah. Now nah, there was some really old guys in that Were band. Were they killing it? One of them kept doing this to me. Huh. The, the, the <laughs> to you specifically? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't, I mean, he made. He might have been, like, being gross about the date I had with me. But he. I don't know. He kept, like... <laughs> Were you in Texas? Were you in Texas at the time? I was in um, Rochester, New York. Okay. R- Rochester, New Jersey. And... He, you know, the pinky and thumb. Yeah, that's out, like hook, he, him, hook him horns, right? Or like Aloha. Hang 10? Yeah, Hang 10. I think it's Hang 10. I think hook him horns is the what. Like oh, that's the a, this is hook him. Oh, yeah, that's hook him horns. Sorry. Yeah, okay. So this is Hang 10. That's a hang or hang loose. Or was he doing was he doing this? Yeah, the shocker. He was doing the shocker. He was like. Uh, Shocker Khan's coming it's out like, next. Try this, try this. <laughs> did did try Silk this the Shocker? Just random question. Did Silk the Shocker ever flash the Shocker sign? Like on any <laughs> records? That would have been just a layup. No, but Silk, Silk the Shocker is the one who invented the Shocker, right? I think so, yeah. That's why they, they named it after him. He, na- he has a song about the Shocker. No, oh, no. did he really? Okay, so I'm, this, I'm just showing that I never actually listened to a Silk the Shocker <laughs> record. <laughs> And I assumed he was the shocker. I like, totally made he'll that sh- up. He'll shock you. No, no, I totally made that up. Let's listen to oh. a let's listen to a quick Silk the Shocker song. <laughs> Please, let's not. I Come really on. don't want Come this on, episode man. to get pulled down because of <laughs> ten seconds of of Silk Silk busting rap. Just hear one. Silk, 
Silk the Shocker was uh, Masterpiece in No brother. No Limit. He was okay. So he I think he was Masterpiece's brother or cousin. I, I'm pretty sure. As the time goes by, the the line between No Limit and Cash Money yeah. gets very fuzzy in my head. I mean, it's New Orleans, right? Would you yeah. Would you believe me if I told you I had both a Cash Money Records and a No Limit Records poster? Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, I remember being, like, eight years old. Unironi- really unironically, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was super excited about it. But I also, like, had, like, raucous stuff. At like, the I same time. I didn't understand there was a difference. Yeah. I wasn't a pretentious douchebag yet. Shots. <laughs> no, it's it's very true, because I was definitely on my pretentious douchebag phase at that time. Mm-hmm. And there were songs, like, I'm so mad that back that ass up, I spent, like, the first like two years it was out, you know, trying to deny its greatness. And even when I hear it now, I'm like, what was like, people would be like, Manny Fresh is dope. I'd be like, no, he's not. He's just keyboards. You know, like I would just had the, like the, the can, corniest the can response. Yeah. yeah. I, I had the corniest stance on it because I wanted to, you know, just like, it wasn't until every blog realized they had to put everything into a bucket that I realized how stupid that was. But at the time where it was just, you felt like you had an intelligent viewpoint talking to your other friends that like rap about it. It was just easy for me to be like, these aren't samples. This sucks. This Shabam Shadik record's much better. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I would have been like, have you heard Sir Menelik? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely played Sir Menelik for like at like a party uh, and people left. <laughs> Damn. Like the one where he was just like kicking random, not like the Dr. Octagon record where he's just kicking, like he must have picked up a science book and just started reading definitions at the back of it. Do you remember that song? No. <laughs> I, I just know Sir Menelik from that song with um, Shabam Sadiq and Sadat X on. It was either Sound Booming or Lyricist Lounge. I, Wait, I, what was it? Sound what? <laughs> I like Sound Booming. booming. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Handboy sand sound bar. <laughs> yo, yo, check out um Handboy Sound Man on on uh, Sound Bombing Volume Three. I really wanted to be called Sound Booming. Sound I think that's fucking did hilarious. I say sound Booming. Yeah. yeah, I think you did. No, but yeah. if you just made a mistake, I mean, I yeah, do that all the yeah, time. Whatever. I thought you really thought it was called Sound Booming, which I just would have thought was the best thing ever. Yeah, he was eight at the time it came out. So yeah, a long time ago. We'll just think like whatever the year was, I was that years old. Yeah. 1999, I was nine. That's a good, good right, reference. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna play leaving? myself. You're leaving? Okay. I'm gonna. Who are you talking to? Oh, I thought, I thought that was oh, an exit. Okay. I'm gonna play myself right here. So probably the corniest thing I've ever done in hip hop. I was at the University of Maryland, and they had this show every year that was called Art Attack, and Black Star went on first, and they were throwing out like the cassette singles of the. Uh, the promo for sound bombing, which is what made me think of this. And at the end of the show, most deaf threw his towel and my boy caught it. And like, he ended up coming back to my place. So like, I kept it like for <laughs> like a little bit of time. And then at some point I like looked in my closet and I was like, Yo, why did I keep this like towel that this dude <laughs> used for the show? I'm going to throw this out. But there was definitely a time that night where I was like, let's put this most towel in the back storage space over here for the scrap box. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty whack. When I blow my nose into a Kleenex, it's it's now a most towel. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's called a most most towelette. 
<laughs> the mighty most sweat. <laughs> it's simple perspiration. Check it out. This sounds like a new commercial. Yeah. Commercials are that's probably um my my buddy Gary is trying to get into doing music for commercials and film. I'd like to hear one of those if he has any that he wants to to share I mean, with they're us. They're all very tasteful. Okay. But um seems like a lucrative business. This isn't interesting. I'm sorry I said these things. <laughs> Steve just left you hanging. <laughs> Steve took a long ass breath too. <laughs> well, I've I've uh, I've said some things this week. Yeah. Multiple times where I immediately asked um i'd like to please take a couple of those sentences back (laughs) (laughs) you just put that on there so i can put that a second so i can find it we'll all clap at the same time (laughs) not an applause did you ever open up your sampler and then just start hitting buttons to see what shows up no, because I don't really know how to use the 404, and at a show I have to be very careful because sometimes if something's on a loop, I don't know how to stop it. <laughs> yeah. I can picture you having to like go unplug the sampler. Well, yeah, I'll just shut it off, and then I'll make a joke like, ah, I'll learn how to use this thing someday. <laughs> <laughs> so the 404, what? That's triggering, you're just triggering loops, essentially, and then you can... Oh, they're just full beats. Oh, they're full beats loaded into that thing. Okay. Yeah, I just have it so that I don't have to bother a DJ. Pay. Or well, it's not the money that okay. you know. It's just That's like true. getting someone to commit. Hey, to can the you come? Time. Can you come out? Spin this, yeah. Right. I also like to be in control. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I went. So, I saw R.A. the Rugged Man in Baltimore do his entire show on like a on like a portable disc man. Really? All the beats. Disc skip. I don't know. He he didn't seem to mind. <laughs> He's one heck of a performer. It's like, let's get this done. Yeah, was watching watching him get busy is like getting punched in the face and enjoying it. It's pretty the, <laughs> the energy's pretty incredible, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. He didn't hold back. And then Master Ace and Wordsworth I think we're in a group. At one point in time. Does yeah, that sound right? E- EMC. There you go. But there was another, there were other members. Okay. Punchline? Is Punchline in there? No, I think it was just Wordsworth and is it, it starts Master, with an S. Master Ace, Wordsworth and. Uh, Stress or Stomp. Uh, no, I think it's another fairly well-known MC. Okay. Maybe someone who used to do stuff with boot camp. Mm-hmm. Talk amongst yourself. I'm looking it up. Uh Strickland. There you go. Oh, I don't know who that is. Strick. Oh, Punchline was also a member, but he left the group. So there you go. Yeah, good good show. Um let's Oh, I'd be I'd be remiss if I didn't promote that. The week before last, yes, uh, Artemis dropped a record. Oh, here we go! Right, which is called "Enshrouded Devils" and "Enshrouded Angels." 
or devils no and shrouded devils oh there's oh, also two. there's also right okay there's a song called appearances that i'm on well, i fittingly. think we should hear that one as i appear on it uh with w ellington felton and artemis and uh cecily singing the hook on there uh w ellington felton's listed as wes felton now is that not the name or is that the, the i'm name? not sure the uh the backstory on the name change it might be like label induced okay, um but w ellington felton uh on the prince paul record oh yeah which right? one uh politics of the business he's on what song is that i don't even uh, that. oh that's the one where the where, yeah okay they, they talk about it on the podcast yeah they it's talk called, about it on the uh, podcast you're right dude. beautifully absurd yeah that's a good song it's actually the only song that prince paul raps on it's good trivia right there so what do you know about this uh this song here who did artemis produce this whole thing too Artemis produced this. The only thing on it when I got it was Wes's verse. So I was really happy to hear it when it dropped how the final product came out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that you singing? <laughs> yeah, I hit the uh, I hit the sopranos on it. Shout out to do computer on the chorus of this song. Yes. <laughs> no, not and I know that's why I get so dizzy glow trying to glow but old lots of the dough. Importantly, hope I'm not garnished and I'm bankrupt morally. Stay up, voice me, avoid my thoughts, catch it midair. When I see the coin is tossed, poison, lost the food that my body needs. Eating up only what by my hobby feeds. Gaining weight all from the sweets and the poppy seeds. Damn. Test for the opioids, show the need. I'm saying prayers, hope they don't pull the curtains back. I stumble and fumble and mumble with uncertain facts. Might show my truth, yeah, hell may art. What's up? Beat fast underneath telltale heart secrets. Only way I can glance. Uh-huh. Weight of the world, uh-huh. the weight of my the sins. Of my sins. Introducing. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up on Here stage we number three. Here we go. <laughs> Lexi. How they feel is but care about appearance. Broken tears and the smoking mirrors. Overload broke coke conspirator. For a pic that they post and share with us. Now that's some counterfeit calculus. A speed date for deep fakes that now exist. When the terrain is mountainous. How you get paralysis by analysis. And as it all takes shape. Pace makes race, embrace the first take. I freestyled this interaction, reflecting back on what was planned but didn't happen. Memories die off with the beholder and don't live like the people do. Keeping proof with time on your side, a chip on your shoulder. It's open for discussion but closed for being true. (laughs) 
Shout out to Artemis. Yeah, big shout. Gotta have Artemis on Chrome Bills. Definitely. Bars. Bars. I used to work at. um, I used to manage a a Walgreens for a really long time, Hmm. and this very old um, German woman would would come in and get film developed a lot. Oh, here we go. Her last name was Bors, B-O-R-S. And I would sit with her because she would obviously take forever to do everything. But I really liked her. She would drop like really um, heavy, like life knowledge on me all the time. Wisdom. And and you would say, (laughs) and I would like, can I say something, please? She'd be like, yes. And I'd be like, Bors. And she didn't get it. Like, do you like grind time better or (laughs) king of the dot, Mrs. Bors? She'd be like, like, I said, I said, I said. She's like, I'm more, I'm more excited about the Smack DVD variety. (laughs) When the lettuce gets to turning. (laughs) Is, um, did, did grind time, is that something that grew up out of the concrete that was Smack DVD? Or was it, are they separate entities? I don't, I don't know. I also don't care. I'm sorry. I'm bothering you with this. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, Moses eating yogurt. Hmm. He said that his throat hurt. Oh, it's actually a curry I made. It's very good. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's the ba- what's the uh, the curry is the base. Uh huh. What's your uh, what's the highlight? Probably the um, the uh, what are they called? God damn it! Chickpeas, yeah. chana beans, huh? Lime, lime beans. That's a weird meal. Sure is. <laughs> uh, basmati rice, with like a red curry with um with lima the lima beans. Bean. Okay, I w- lima beans. Not my go-to, lime. but you know. Well, I, you know what? I guess it's it's um closer to edamame, like soybeans. Okay, yeah. There's there's a difference there. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I'm just doing the <laughs> my, my studio apartment, <laughs> trying not to die. Come a long way from the baby carrots and tap water days as a youth. Te- technically, not really. <laughs> Put some spices on the on the baby carrots. There are carrots and water that went into this meal. So <laughs> you are just he's just building from on top of carrots right. and water. Yeah, I'm just sticking to my roots, guys. Uh, let's hear some more music for. Let's, let's, you guys, we didn't even we kind of glossed over the open mic eagle because we, we yeah, mentioned we it first, and then we sort of did it backwards because we went to the homeboy Sam M that we mentioned last. The Black Mirror episode ruined my marriage. <laughs> I knew, by the way, that was one of those songs. Steve always picks like the most aggressive song on the first listen of an open mic eagle album. The one where I'm like, oh, this, you know, it'll grow on me. But on the first listen, I'll be like, whoa. And on the last record, it was the. Uh, no selling yeah. like right when you listen to it once you're like yo like, no selling is a banger i was like <laughs> is it i was like i like this record but i don't know now it, it grew on me because that beat is hard as shit uh, but of course on on oh this album it was black uh black mirror i mean the self-care song is pretty awesome too i didn't uh, there's a lot of references i don't understand and i'm guessing they're anime references so oh yeah so like i'm not an anime guy so i'm already starting at a at a disadvantage on this record, but I'd like to think, you know, I'm a Joe star as well. I've, oh, Joe star is an anime thing. I, I don't know. I assumed it was an anime thing. Isn't it? I thought it was a TikTok thing. Oh, okay. See three whites walk into a bar. 
three whites start a podcast about Joe Star. <laughs> um, what what um do we know what Black Mirror episode they're referring to? Does oh, that was that I meant to text you guys that question. That is a Steve Bills ass question. It is that is very much a Steve Bills question. Yeah. Now let's do that. Let's do that research and watch it. Should I, you text? Should you text Mike right now? Oh yeah, who's got the connection here? I have his email oh, I address. I think. Oh, Joe Star is a anime reference. Yeah. <laughs> this is very yeah. This is a turn up, right? How do the kids do it? No, they throw things up in the air and then they go. Right? And you have to throw something up and then you... Like Willy Wonka? You like throw something and then you... That? Something. Because of Netflix. I like the the spooky horns in the background. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yo, that pattern is ill, though. Yeah. Yeah. Great writer. Man. Yeah. This shit should have came with a content warning. Shit should have came with a content warning. Shit should have came with a content warning. Watch that shit and didn't talk till morning. Thought that it would be another lost in space. Now I gotta move and get my own damn place. Had a good home and we had good trust. Saw a black mirror and it looked like us. Thank goodness for the internet. Uh, Have you guys ever had a, a like a, an intense romantic upset due to like a movie or a TV show you watched together? Say that one Not, more time. Have you ever had like a like a weird like Have you ever had your night brought to a screeching halt because of something you watched with your partner? Yeah, every time I try to watch uh, Adult Swim. Oh yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, or I'm forced to watch uh, fucking Bravo or something. Then that's totally. typically like the end of the the TV time together. Right. I was more thinking when you went on a date to the improv and you saw Rich Voss. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> you know who Rich Voss is? Of course. You do? Okay. Not a fan, but I'm aware. Yeah. I can't. I can't remember the exact phrasing of this but i was on a date and we sat in the front row and my date got a little tipsy 
and started yelling out because uh, Rich Voss was on Last Comic Standing and lost to a Vietnamese comic, and this girl was Vietnamese. Dat fan. Dat fan, right. and she started yelling out dat fan to him, and oh. he was like hyper-focused, right? <laughs> and then he just started going in on her. And, Did you uh, catch some of it, too? I smiled through. He, he just was like, hey, buddy, does her so-and-so taste like sweet and sour pork or something? And then I was like, yeah, I'm just going to put my head down and just ride this wave out, you know? Oof. Stop! Just don't don't poke, don't poke the bear. Right. It's not a good joke, but if you are in that environment, people oh, right, want right, people right. are there for their they're they want grind time disses. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, they yeah. were out, they were out for blood, and I was just like, please stop talking. Yeah, it's weird that a cheap shot could like get the crowd going. <gasps> even more. Yeah, yeah. Like you're getting I feel like those. Your dad should have finished on your belly your mom's belly you know what i mean and then it's like okay all right those jokes though it's like i, I just picture like oh. any comedian coming out and there's a like a multiracial table and they're just like oh we got a fucking benetton commercial over here right, and like the right. whole entire crowd just laughs but if you if you explain the joke or even if you saw it on tv you're like i don't understand what's funny it's just some shit that sometimes the the easiest joke. It's it's like a freestyle. Like a, you could hear, watch someone freestyle, and it might be ten percent of their ability to kick a written rhyme. But because they're like, and Steve's got a black hat on, they're like, he does. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Every that, so much, so much of performance art is, um, you know, like being there, being in the moment. Like think of think of all the concerts you went to that you thought were super rad, and you like brought home merch or like the uh, the record, and you're like, nope, this doesn't work for me. It's not the in same. In the car, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think comedy works works that way, big time. When you do uh, comedy sets, do you ever talk to the crowd? Um. Yeah. Honestly, like I have taken time to write stuff in the past but like mostly i kind of just like hope i'm in a good mood that day and just start talking because it is it's very conversational you know i think if you're doing any performance the right way i guess i don't know if that's it's okay to call it the right or the wrong way but like it should be a dialogue you know people don't want to hear you talk to yourself which is kind of what we do when we're rapping you know (laughs) that's a good point yeah, that's yeah, why we're yeah, like, like, when I say hey, you say yeah. oh. <laughs> Man, when's the last time you dropped that? Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't remember. I mean, anytime he's around me and we're we're on stage, we're gonna be doing that. Yeah. Steve would be like, all right, we're gonna start it like this. I'll say one, you say two. I'll say three, you say four. Then, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. See, I, I don't <laughs> think I don't think crowd participation is. I don't know. I've I've was kind of like brought up underneath this sort of weird rap conservatism, and I was told often that like this is something you have to do. This is something you have to do in order to get the crowd yes. for them to be engaged. Yes, and I think that's total bullshit. Because, you think it's a lie? Yeah, like because a it's super fucking corny to tell people to say whatever, and and you can I mean you can like do your set and just like make eye contact or like talk to your crowd, you know, and do all you can to like make sure that they're engaged. 
I think it breaks like the ice in way, you know? Yeah. It breaks the ice. I think it breaks the ice to a certain certain extent, you know? It gets people oh, loose yeah. like just put your put your hands up if you're feeling this or whatever, you know? Like do totally. S- do something. Or like you ever been at a show where they're like where they like pin the room against each other and they're like, Oh, the left side yeah, is yeah, yeah. better. Of course, of course. You can't let them of course. embarrass you. Of course. You fucking losers. That shit works. It works, man. It it works, but it's such it's so cheap. I like, saw Big Daddy Kane do that and it was like <laughs> Well, hey, I'm not foolish enough to get it. Yeah, I'm not I'm, all right, I'm not gonna say Big that Daddy Kane is yeah, yeah, I'm just saying that these are these are tried and tested methods, right? I, I always thought that if you could get the crowd to join in the participation without explaining that they needed to uh. directly, uh, and I, I remember copying a move that I saw uh, Manchild from Mars Hill do, which was that just when there was a logical place to do it, once he was like hitting that same part in the chorus for like the fourth time, he would just keep saying it, but he would pull the mic away and like scream at the crowd. And then it was like kind of implying like, yo, what would happen if you guys said this without being like, you know, mapping it out at the beginning. So when we used to do the, uh, we, we did the cover of the large professor, the, I don't want to ill. Mm-hmm. I just want to chill and listen to the newest episode of Chrome bills. And then by the, like the fourth time we did the hook, I would just be like, I don't want to ill. I just want to, and like, you know, people would pick it up, but you didn't have to do the math at the beginning of like, I'm going to say, Right. I don't want to ill. I just want to, and you guys are gonna say chill. All right, let's try this out before he drops the beat. That I think that's the part of it that's corny. Totally, is the the teaching moment. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The that's not the correct use of that term, by the way. It's a t- it's not a teachable moment. Sure. <laughs> Boy, how, how did we get on that? I, I, I don't even we... know. I think we we're talking about. Um... Oh, we were talking about comedians, and then yeah. it went into that. But Moses, who I I think I asked you this once, uh, in terms of like the comedians that you really like, and the name that pops up in my head that we both agreed on was Joe Mandy. Um, I don't think we've talked about Joe Mandy, but I, I do Mandy? like him. He's dope. Joe Mandy is a um, he's a stand up, but he also writes. He's like a head writer on a popular show. Mm. Uh, I I forget, but he was doing that for a really long time. He has a special on Netflix, and it is called. I think it's called Joe Mandy's award-winning Netflix special or something like that. <laughs> he crushes it. He's a he's a great stand-up. That's a good title to like tell your parents. I'm on. Yeah, just look me up on the award-winning Netflix special. I think he wrote for uh, Parks and Rec. Okay. Yeah, I think. Okay, yeah. Nice. Um. Also, I really love this comedian named Ian Carmel. He's from Portland, Oregon. Hmm. Um, he's probably my favorite if I had to pick a favorite. But he has a record. His stand-up album is called 9.2 on Pitchfork. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the same kind of idea, you know? Yeah. Is this the heavy set, dude? Yeah. um, He's a head writer for James Corden's show. He's, um, he's just, he's been on like all every late night doing, doing stand-up sets. Like I think he did Conan twice. He probably did. Um, Kimmel a couple times. I don't know. He's he's really dope. If you ever need a need a new uh person to help you make your joy noise, I'm I'm in <laughs> on it. Let's do it. Ian Carmel. Yeah. Also, um, Chris Fairbanks. I don't know if you know about him. Mm-hmm. He's 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 incredible. That dude probably makes me laugh the hardest of any 
It's a, it's an acquired taste, though. It might not work for everybody. I forget that I have everything. His I uh, like is... his uh, photos. Yeah, he's he's funny just based off of these photos on a Google search. So, have you found a, a mustache? Yeah, Chris? I was just gonna get the serious stash. Yeah, I, yeah, it's the stash with the with the wild quaff. Listen, I'll never tell you how to live your life, but I think you should definitely, for sure, okay. watch a bunch of Chris Fairbanks on YouTube. Tell, tell us how to live our lives. Well, you guys are a, a lot older and wiser than I. I, sh I come to you for advice. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. That's not a smart thing to do. You don't think so? No, it's fine. Yeah, we give good advice, I think. We can get you on Spotify. You think so? Yeah. You just type in a bunch of... Uh, you just keep typing things until it finally says, okay, next. That's how Which we did it. Which wheels do I got to Have you ever worked at a small company that didn't have an IT department? Because hmm. um, you do now. Even <laughs> <laughs> I trying to get the podcast on Spotify. Something if, if anyone knew what they were doing, it would take two seconds and we're like, it took us, doing the old like try this years. it took us six years Try this. i was like well, i'm on reddit reddit says look for this it's you know, painful a, my day job is a tech job you know like i build computers i do <laughs> surface mounting yeah and i but i i'm still very like uh not very good at tech stuff like mm -hmm. i know how to do what i do at work but I'll, you know a lot of people will hit me up with questions like mm -hmm. i'm like i don't know man I was at if I was at work sitting at my desk like looking at all my stuff maybe you could figure it out <laughs> yeah but if your television breaks behind you and they, like you have to replace a fuse could you do it mm, I'm not super savvy with electrical stuff but if I were to like look at the motherboard I'd be able to find any anomaly and fix it now yeah, we're talking solder. now we're yeah. talking wow. okay all right mm -hmm. there's a lot of moving parts no pun intended by the way next album title looking at the motherboard yeah <laughs> Letters to my motherboard. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that's Whoa. what I'm saying. Sometimes you just open the machine <laughs> up and you just press buttons to see what comes out. Talk about oh. things you'd love to do. Oh. You've got to have it here if you don't have it here. What is that? I've been, I've been, been sampling. Oh. I've been sampling a lot of Latin jazz the past couple weeks. I would love to hear some beats. You got some? Can you play? Um, mm, no. they're on my on my computer that doesn't connect to the internet. <laughs> okay, I'll have, to, I'll have to bounce them down. Yeah, I hate to be a buzzkill, guys, but I gotta. That's fine. I gotta wrap up quick. It's all good. It's okay. only been two hours, right? Probably. One one quick story before we bounce. So yeah, I was in a meeting on Friday that like there were so many issues with like the WebEx or whatever we were using that this. 10 o'clock call didn't start until 10 30 and so one of the guys i work with i just sent like a, a youtube video of the benny hill music and was like this call needs this in the background and like to make sure i got the right music i played it so then i have like a separate phone for work but it's a cell phone so then earlier today i was on a call and like the call was just kind of dragging so i was like oh, i'm just gonna like fuck around on the internet like i wonder what's going on in the news and i launch <laughs> Like I wasn't muted and I launched the, just open my phone and, and open Google Chrome and it plays like the first two notes in the middle and I could see everyone like pop over. And thankfully I like frantically just swiped up and it went away. But I was like, what if in the middle of a call that 
was going completely normal, I came in with the Benny Hill music. <laughs> is a trivia question. Is the Benny Hill music the very popular and famous tune that is called Yakety Schmackety? Oh, that's a good question. Do you know Yakety Schmackety? No, let's hear like Yakety Schmackety. It's like... <laughs> Was that it? That's yakety schmackety. <laughs> is that is that? Oh no, there's the, a uh... there's Benny. Okay, hold on. This is this is yakety sax. Oh. Boots, Boots Randolph. Yakety sax. Is that different? What... Is that different than I the Benny Hill? What the heck is yakety schmackety? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm maybe yakety schmack. Is that an sch? I don't even see that. What about Yakety mean, Yak Don't Talk Back? That's something else. That's something else entirely. Okay, I got an idea. Yakety Spaggity is a rap song by a group called Intent to Sell oh, that came God. out on Bass Star Records in 2018. Oh, <laughs> this is Yakety Yak. Okay. Hold on, hold on. What about here's Yakety Smackety? Uh. Let's hear how this goes. A lot of lawsuits in this episode. Oh, okay. that's kind of tight. That's yeah. I wouldn't like that. Okay. All right. Let's judge this song by the first bar. All right, there we go. The drum pro- programming is not. There has to be a rapper coming in, right? Oh, I was not expecting oh, that. That was, I was not, not expecting. I was not. I, would, I could have sworn someone was going to come in. Oh, look where it goes. This song sucks. <laughs> I like a nice glow stick anthem. Let's uh <laughs> all right, we're gonna make a song that starts with yakety because I mean, just a quick search. There's only like ten songs that start with yakety. So let's let's get on that. We can get on the yakety playlist. You think Yak should Balls I... has made a has made a song called Yakety Schmackety? <sighs> there should be one. Wasn't there a Yak Yak Balls was on the uh the newest comp, right? Which one? Wasn't he on the the pig food comp? I think so, right? Oh, I don't know. On the on the Wiggins Come Home project. Oh, you know what? I think so. Yeah, I think there was a Yak Balls feature on there. Dope. I just he's the only rapper I know of that says "seize mics" just in a like in the verb form, and I know Cole's used it on a couple things. Smart. I learned that Yak Balls is is Iranian American. Dope. I don't know any other Iranian rappers except. Except um, that guy who does the battles. Oh yeah, uh, disaster. Yeah, dude's whack. Is he just whack? Me and, it's just me and Yak Balls out here. You know what? I don't know if he's whack. I just. I think I just... Uh, DJ Newmark might be uh, Persian as well. No shit. Yep. Yo, I've been listening to a lot of J Five. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. the Punjabi MC Iranian? <laughs> no, Chuck. No, come on. It was a joke. I know. <laughs> Yo, remember that <laughs> Punjabi MC song? With, with Jay-Z? Yeah. That shit rips, dude. I'm trying to pull it, it out. I have it on wax. I have it on wax. On wax? That's, a part, that's the jump off, though, right? That's the party starter. Yo, I took this song. That's the Knight Rider theme song, right? Oh, they did use that on doo-doo, there, huh? Doo-doo, doo-doo. 
it's the same. Isn't that also in the? Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a Busta Rhymes song mm-hmm. that uses that same baseline. Yeah. Yeah, the the Night Rider. Yo, speaking of the jump off, I took this class in high school. It was like a like a like it was basically like a trade school that you could go to mm. for half of the day. Mm. Ironically, it was a radio broadcasting class that I took. Mm. I should be really good at this. <laughs> um, and they had like old vinyl that they'd inherited from like a nearby radio station. Sure. And uh, the teacher was just teaching us how to use the um, turntables and stuff and how to get them to go through the. Each and uh, yeah. he just picked randomly picked up a copy of the jump. The off. Joe buttons the jump off or whatever. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Wu Tang. Um, the protect your neck. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. And and it was literally like the first thing we heard was "bitch, I put my dick on your lips." Oh <laughs> and man! And we're all like, you know, fifteen, sixteen, <laughs> and it, and our brains exploded. And he was like, "What?" He was an old, old man named Richard Gage. He did not like uh, hip hop music. It just, it just, he wasn't, he didn't know what was coming. He just picked up a random record. Probably didn't think that there was a dirty version. Oh, it's the, 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 this one. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome to you all the way from the slums of Shaolin. <laughs> I never noticed that he said, Welcome to you. Yeah, it's kind of a strange phrase, right? Five bucks, who gets the sample first? Which one? That one? This one. Very, very easy one. The bass line in particular. Is it Tramp? Sure is. Who else used it? Many people. Uh, I think I sleep on how dope this song is. Yeah, this song is fire, dude. It's awesome. It's perfect. Oh, you got is the one that says, "Bitch, put my dick on your lips." Yeah, that's where that's where we end the episode. Uh, Yo, who knew who knew that uh, uh, Method Man was like a lacrosse player, like a all-state lacrosse player in high school. I didn't know, I didn't Protect, know your Protect your nets. Protect your nets. Dude, Maceo, that... Huh? I think Maceo from Dela was like... Went, went really far in football, too. Well, his son did, right? Oh, right. That's his son, true. like, played in the NFL. Is either yeah, his son was on the Rams. Yeah, his son was on the Rams. Like year, at yeah, least. Trey... Uh, what is it? What's his last name? Jesus... It's not Parker, is Mace, it? No, it's Maceo. Uh... Maceo, what goes on? Maceo, he's Trey. Like, he's he's Plug 3. His kid's name is Trey. Oh, Trey Plug 3? Ah, oh, jeez. Anyways, this has been episode 172 of Chrome Bills. Uh, thank you, Spotify, yeah, for uh, making it happen for us. We appreciate the extra dough that's coming in. We're going to be clocking about... Uh, a fraction of a penny per stream. So tell a friend, tell a foe, let them know. I, I would hey, be just yo. happy if you just do a sh- quick share on Instagram. That would be nice. Just quick share, a little tag. Or not. But, uh, I, hope, I hope we did some justice to all the records that came out in the last week because it's been a fun week. And uh, 
we're actually uh, able to hang out and talk music, which is always good. Yeah. Sure. Is that the one we all collectively decided to not listen to? We didn't. <laughs> Wait, what's the one we decided not to listen to? I don't have any of us heard the Benny Butcher. The yeah, movie? I listened to I listened to Benny. Oh, okay, I guess just me and Chuck are sleeping. I sleep hard on the Griselda guys. I have a ten song playlist. It's very digestible for you, my friend. It's called Doot Doot Doot. It's called the Doot Doot playlist. <laughs> this one of your beats? Yeah. All right, guys. Okay, peace. Nice. Peace. All right. All right. Moses Rockwell. Moses. Steve Bills, K Chrome, signing off. Peace, y'all. Peace. Just one edit.